Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, where I have the beautiful Leanne Wall from Virtual Infinity, <laughs> who is an online business manager who I met now a couple of years ago through the virtual assistant industry. And, um, and so we've had lots of fun adventures together in that time. And she is one of those people who kind of can get away with doing just about anything, but she has a really strong skill in bookkeeping. So I asked her to come along today to give us some tips for business owners around bookkeeping because she's the gal for that. Hi, Leanne. How are you going? I am good. Thanks for having me here today. Fever was one of the first um, networks I joined when I started this business. So that's pretty awesome. Awesome. Oh, it was really great having you and um, still having you, which is great. And yeah, I think we met originally, was it at the VA conference? Maybe. I can't even remember when we first met. Yeah. Oh, it must have made a real impact. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been in my VA life. You yeah. were there from the start. That's what I remember. <laughs> nice recovery. I like it. <laughs> All right, so let's get cracking. Um, everyone, you know, everyone has to do bookkeeping in their business. It's just a fact of life. And for some people, you know, um, some people are word people, some people are creative people in terms of visuals, and some people are numbers people. And there's pretty rare occurrence for anyone to be across all three. But unfortunately, we have to get our head around numbers in business. So. Um, what's your first tip? We've got five tips we're going to go through today. What's your first tip to business owners around bookkeeping? All right. So my first tip is around software. Now I, I work with a lot of different business owners and I am very numbers focused. I'm terrible with graphics and design. You should see the things I come up with. No good. I should just stay away. But I do understand that a lot of other people don't speak numbers the way I do. Yes. And I find that the term bookkeeping scares business owners straight away. Now, don't let that stop you. Bookkeeping in its simplicity is simply looking at the money that your business is bringing in versus the money you're spending to make that happen. Yeah. And then we bring the ATO into it and everybody gets even more scared. Yes. So today I'm just going to go through five things that will simplify it down and make it much easier. The first being software. Now, as I mentioned, we bring the ATO into it. Everyone gets terrified. If you use software from the beginning, your life with the ATO will be much simpler. Yes. Now you might be thinking, oh, here she goes. She's going to sell me some software. I'm not. <laughs> There's plenty of different software you can use. And, you know, at the very beginning, even if it's an Excel spreadsheet and you have to do that, do that. It's better than paper and it's better than nothing. But you can also get free accounting bookkeeping software. So one is Wave. That's very, very popular and it's free and it does all the basic things that you need. It'll track your invoices. It'll track your expenses 
and then at least you've got some solid records because for the ATO, you need to keep these records for five to seven years, years. Mm. And if they're in the cloud, then you don't have piles of paper everywhere that don't fade and things like that. Because if you're keeping receipts and they fade, the ATO makes it your responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen, which how do we do that? (laughs) But if they're in the if we're in the cloud, yeah. it's all done for us. So that would be my first tip. Use software. It will make your life easier. It will give you um, reporting so that you can track your business and see how you're going and see if you actually are making more money. Mm. And if you ever want to sell your business, you can see the value right there for the history since you started. Absolutely. I, I've used in the past, I think I started a gazillion years ago with this basic spreadsheet and then went to QuickBooks before it was QuickBooks online and then to Xero. And um, I've been with Xero for quite a few years now and it's so easy. Um, So yeah, that works really, really well for me. Yeah. Beautiful. I love Xero. I love QuickBooks. Um, Myob Online's not bad. The original Myob desktop was brilliant, but they're still um, getting a lot of those features online. Um, So second tip would be consistency. Mm. Now, as you mentioned, Rosie, the software that's available now, like Xero, does make things quite easy to do on an ongoing basis. And the biggest shortfall I find in small business owners doing their own bookkeeping is that they don't do it consistently. Mm. They wait until the end of three months or they wait until the end of a year and then they go, oh, I better do something about that. And by then, really... It's too late just based on how far back your brain can remember. Mm. And now sometimes, even if if I look two weeks back, I can't remember what that expense was for or what I spent that money on or who this money came from. Yep. So my biggest tip is to be consistent. Spend even 20 minutes just putting things in your software, just accepting transactions, however you have it set up because it's going to make it so much smoother in the long run. And all these different softwares have apps now. So you can literally just put them on your phone and swipe left and right and add your little details on the go. So you don't even have to sit at your desk and feel like you change there with your numbers. You're not. And if you can do this, even if there's the odd transactions that you miss, at least majority is done and you're not left with a massive pile that you can then get very stressed about yeah absolutely and one of the things that I love with using zero and as we said you know if you've got 20 minutes a week just you know chip away at it and you can stay on top of it um, is that with zero it can remember the repeat stuff as well so you're just going okay 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 and finding those which I love because I don't want to have to keep on you know filling out all the details and I can do that on my mobile phone if, if I'm, you know, if I'm at swim class or something and, you know, and I'm going to be a bad parent and not look at my children, you know, learning how to survive. Um, <laughs> just a little example. Um, you know, I could just sit there. Actually, it's so easy. I could watch them and do it at the same time, which is really cool. Yeah, it's brilliant. I do it sometimes when I'm in the supermarket, standing in the queue, waiting for people. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's brilliant. Because if you're only dealing with, say, even today, there's only going to be like five transactions there. And it's done. 
and it's done and I'm going to be stuck there waiting anyway. So I may as well be effective with my time. Oh, I love that. That is a good tip. <laughs> All right. So next one is record keeping. Yes. Now the ATO is so big on record keeping <laughs> and they're, they're very strict. So you do need to keep records, incoming and outgoing money for five to seven years, which is a really long time. So how do we manage that? There's lots of different apps now, which are standalone, plus there's ones integrated with the accounting software, where you can take photos of your receipts and your expenses, um, and they keep it in the cloud. The mm -hmm. ATO accepts those, so that when it comes to seven years down the track, you can just pull that up and they're happy. The beauty of doing this is that when you use accounting software, you can link the actual record or source document receipt to the transaction so that then when the ATO is doing an audit, if you get audited, everything is where it should be and they're not spending more time doing their audit. Now, ATO audits are up from, up up from $10,000. So, and that's like where it starts. So if you get audited, you have to pay that. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like you want to cover your bases as much as you can. Um, and this is where the record keeping comes in. You also can get big, big penalties for not having the right records. And it comes down to say, even if you had a hundred dollars a week of things that you didn't keep records for seven years later, add that all up. That's a lot of money if they're going to t deduct that from you. Mm. So my suggestion is always keep proper records. It's annoying, but seriously, take a photo on your phone and at least you've got it. Um, then my next tip is if you're unsure of how to do something in your file, please don't just guess. <laughs> oh, a, why not? <laughs> as a bookkeeper, I jump into files and business owners have just done their best, which is fine, but often it takes a lot longer to find out what's happened and undo it and recorrect it than it would have if you just asked someone, hey, how do I do this? Or how do I treat this expense? Um, and what often you can do is get bookkeepers who you do all the reconciling, you do majority of the things. And then when you do get stuck, you can use them as a resource to do that one tricky transaction. If you've bought an asset, if you've sold an asset, mm. um, things like that. And then that way your file will never get really, really messy. And when I say that, I mean like a pile of spaghetti on the floor, kind of messy where you pull one thing and it just brings out a hundred other things <laughs> because that's when your bills end up stacking up and you have to get someone to clean that file. Whereas if you just ask, there's heaps of people that will help you. Um, and then my final tip would be to focus on best practice bookkeeping. Now, what I mean by that is there's all rules and regulations that you, you can follow with bookkeeping, but at the end of the day, it comes down to accuracy. If you can be as accurate as possible with your data, your receipts, your money in, um, then you will be following best practice. In general, it's showing a legitimate trail of what's happened. Mm -hmm. 
And so that means in zero, when you, you've done all your click, 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 okay, 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 you look at the reconciliation screen and you make sure that there's nothing outstanding there. Mm -hmm. And then when that's clear, look at your bank statement and make sure that the balance that it says in zero is the same as your bank statement. Because tech is tech. We mm -hmm. love it. We hate it. It rules our lives. But it fails a lot. So yeah. there are times when there'll be things that zero hasn't pulled through from your bank okay. and therefore those transactions are missing. And the longer that that piles up for, the harder it is to go back and fix it all. Oh. So the quickest way to kind of keep on top of it from straight away is just to check that balance with the balance on your bank statement. And then you know it's right. And then a lot of software also won't pick up things like bank fees on credit cards, things like that. And you want to be claiming all of that. So just doing a quick comparison is going to make your data a lot more accurate. And then the other side of that would be checking your receipts for the GST component. A lot of business owners will just assume yes, GST, no GST, but it varies all the time. Even if there is a standard, it is always worth looking at the actual receipt and looking at the amount and then putting that in. And a lot of business owners will get stumped when it comes to things like insurance or um, motor vehicle reg because they do have GST, but not the 10%. They're not normal. So oh. you have to have a look at the actual documents you've been given to find out what the GST component is because it won't be the 10%. And then at the end of the day, that's on you. If you oh, ever get crap. that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> So it's worth just looking at the finer detail and trying to give an accurate, accurate picture of what has happened. Wow. I did not know those differences. I do have a bookkeeper and he assures me that he has, he tidies up the best practice effort that I put in. I had no idea that that was a different GST figure for some things. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's because the government says that, okay, there's certain things that you don't have to charge GST for. Yeah. So some insurance policies and things like that won't have the GST because the government has said, yep, that can be GST free, yeah. but there'll still be GST on the fee they charge you for organising uh, it all. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. It's all, um, it's all wonderful. And these <laughs> are the things you pick up as you go. <laughs> it certainly keeps people in jobs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and not me. <laughs> not an area I'm strong in, and um, which is why I like zero because it's pretty simple. But then now I'm worried. I'm going to speak to my bookkeeper now and make sure that he checks that stuff. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh, that's amazing. I can't believe in that short amount of time. I've been writing little notes here and stuff like that. And it's and it's funny because. It's so easy to just want to ignore your bookkeeping. Yes. Yeah. And you probably can't relate to it, but you've seen it. Like, oh, no. I get it. I'm the same when it comes to mine. I'll do oh. other people's books and have it all scheduled and it's wonderful. And then it comes to mine like, ah, oh, I'm going to have to oh. see you do that. Oh, so that's I, I understand the pain. <laughs> I did not think that that would be how it worked. That is so funny. Because although, you know, with other stuff, like if you're a web developer, your own website's always crappy, you know, it's a whole, you know, cobbler's children are never shod kind of thing. 
but I have to admit with bookkeepers, I thought I always just kind of figured that they would be like, yeah, do you remember books? <laughs> because at the end of the day, you'd always rather be spending your time doing something you want to do versus something you have to do. That's right. And you do have to do it. And of course, no one's paying you to do it. So, you know, that takes a bit of the shine off. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah, are really... Sorry? You put yourself last. And because it's your own thing, yeah. you generally put yourself last. So you'll do everyone else's and make sure everything else is on track and then yours is left. And by the time you're done, you're tired. You've done yeah. everyone else's. Exactly. Yeah, it does. get put, gets put to the bottom of the pile. We all do it. So, so do bookkeepers often outsource their own bookkeeping? They do. It's yeah. actually um, a bit of a movement in the bookkeeping industry at the moment. And it's because bookkeepers tend to get... Um, bogged down in the nitty-gritty of things so they stop running their business like it's a business they're too busy in all the detail so then it's in an effort to get bookkeepers to start looking at their business as a whole versus each tiny little thing so you get someone else to do your bookkeeping because that you should outsource yeah you do um and even your bookkeeping absolutely you know every time I do a podcast or anything I'm always referring to this sign which is currently down because I'm just about to move all my furniture around Leanne is the person who got me this she got this made for me this woman right here and it's because that's exactly right you've got to practice what you preach and just get other people to do it if it's just not you know if it's too hard and it yeah if it's your own stuff sometimes with with our websites and our, our design stuff we were very rarely able to do our own um, with webtastic designs we could not come up with branding to save ourselves yeah and we had to outsource that because it was just it was terrible we just could not yeah so when people say to me i'm you know i'm having trouble creating my own logo i'm like well no wonder you can't you're too close to it you You need to be out yeah yeah exactly so they are fantastic tips i've got one question for you um in terms of receipts this is this is me trying to you know save myself because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, you know, as far as the AT is concerned, I'm fantastic at this, but let's assume that I'm not for a second. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, I mean, wouldn't all of your, if you're doing everything through your bank and you're not doing cash stuff, wouldn't your bank statements be evidence? No. <laughs> no. So there is a level where the ATO will say, okay, any transaction under this amount, if you don't have a receipt for it, but a record of what it was that you paid for and you, you know you have a good understanding, it's okay. And that's around the $80 mark. But okay. they change all the time, so don't hold me to that. Um, <laughs> but your bank statement only sort of, it doesn't have enough information on it. So You could you if they put more on it, even just to help us with figuring out what the hell's going on. It would. But yeah, the ATO had um, strict guidelines on this. There's seven different things that a receipt or an invoice has to have. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want to see when they do an audit. Yeah. So, and you're like, just off the bat, your bank statement isn't going to have the ABN of the person who gave you, you spent your money with, mm-hmm. and that's one of the requirements. So that's why you can't just use your bank statement. Right. Now, I've also heard you can get audit insurance, can't you? And it would be a smart move to do so because, as you said, it starts at $10,000. So they knock on your door and go, we're going to audit you. Here's a bill for at least $10,000. Is that right? Yep. Whoa. Yep. 
and yes, insurance companies do offer order audit insurance. So mm. I'd look into that. Yeah, I can't remember if we've got it or not. I know we've discussed it. I'm pretty sure we did um, because, yeah, our bookkeeper and our, our um, insurance guy were like, yeah, you want to just make sure that you don't stress out about that if that happens. Yeah. So Because it's going to be stressful enough anyway, the process, you don't want yeah. to worry about the bill as well. Yeah, and the whole thing is that's, you know, the minimum. That's if, that's if mm. everything is fine. If anything is messy, <laughs> you just add more. Like. Oh, you know what that makes me think of? Um, Dodgeball. You know the movie Dodgeball? Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, Where she seen. opens up the cupboard and it's just full of receipts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then so she's got to sit there and go through all that. Imagine the bill he would have got. They didn't try and get money to cover her bill. No. They didn't factor that into the storyline. No. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again now. <laughs> On your dodgeball skills. Yes, yes. If you can dodge a dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> or <laughs> they are really great tips, and um, I'm going to be sharing this podcast far and wide because they are. You know, it's keep it simple, but stay on top of those five things, and you'll be right. I think that's really fantastic advice. Beautiful. Awesome! Thanks very much for having me, Rosie. Thanks for being here today, Leanne. I hope you have a fantastic afternoon. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours. Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.